0: it's not playing with lex and dan
1: it's not playing with lex and dan i am the dan part of the equation
0: i'm the lex part of the equation but i'm not that good at math No,
1: we should solve for the movie that we're watching tonight, Lex. Mm. This is, of course, the podcast where we watch a movie that one or both of us has not seen, but which much of the rest of the world has seen. And tonight, it was my privilege and pleasure to pick the film that we're consuming. uh, A movie that Lex has not seen, but that I have seen at least once, possibly twice. Although I've also read the book on which it is based. Spoiler. It's based on a book. That movie is patriot
0: games lex do you know anything about patriot games boy uh the truth is i know next to nothing about
1: it next to nothing all right but that means something
0: i don't know
1: (laughs) if it's a jack (laughs) ryan movie or not okay how familiar are you with jack ryan by the way not
0: okay great i believe it's tom clancy but i don't know that for sure and okay. uh, Tom sees the star. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, a, it was a, unorthodox casting, but... We've seen a, a Jack Ryan movie before. Hunt for Red October is a Jack Ryan movie. Indeed it is. So if this is a Jack Ryan movie, then it's in the same universe, I guess. But I, I don't know. I know Harrison Ford. I know basically nothing you know i couldn't tell you you a single other actor in the film i couldn't tell you anything about it sure i remember the poster and it's not even one of the things where i saw the poster but i remember the poster had like a stylized harrison ford's pointing a gun at me and there's a star i remember that Mm -hmm. that's that's about it
1: It wasn't at you specifically let's be clear (laughs) uh it was at the general viewing audience
0: (laughs) why did harrison ford want to shoot me and is it accurate that he shot first
1: Ah yes, well I'm glad that you asked. Uh, I, I yes, it is accurate that he shot first, but I think he wanted to shoot you in the same way that Uncle Sam wants to recruit you. And they just they know your value, or your threat, or your threat value. Mm. <laughs> uh that is a lot of stuff that you do not know about patriot games which is good that's a place we like to start with these we'll see how it goes i
0: will tell you this too dan
1: yeah the whole please. day
0: i was trying to remember are we watching patriot games or clear and present danger and i don't oh. i know those movies both have uh, harrison ford and i have yes. no idea if they are connected to each other or not
1: <laughs> do you want to know or do we hold that I'd love for the to end? Know, please yes they are connected They are connected okay, they are connected. okay so that that's okay i guess if you're really excited about patriot games you can go on and watch clear and present nature
0: later All right. i appreciate that but it's i i can't remember the last time i we went into a movie where i felt like i knew nothing and nothing. i know truly nothing i'm going in blind.
1: yeah this is so it's interesting because i would not necessarily consider this a like hunt for red october i think is probably a better known tom clancy adaptation like it's just a bigger i think movie in sort of the cultural zeitgeist like they're, worthy of many many pings Right, indeed. You can ping it (laughs) it left, you can ping it right, ping it all over the place. I feel like this movie is not necessarily as like infinitely quotable. Pingable? Or pingable. But it is still, I think, a movie that a lot of people saw. And Mm -hmm. Harrison Ford's presence in it, you know, certainly is one of those things that like gets a lot of attention, right? Harrison Ford doesn't do a ton of movies. But yeah, there you go. And we're coming off our uh, previous two Harrison Ford picks, Witness and Air Force One, thus completing our Harrison Ford trilogy.
0: So this is a sequel to both films. It's the same. He's playing the same same guy. guy. Okay. Same guy in all three of these. Yep. We're watching on uh, Amazon Prime at the time of this recording. Dan and I are actually using, what was the feature called? Watch party. watch party so yeah we're gonna we'll still count you in and stuff when we press play but in theory only one of us has to press play and it's me and it'll sync up both of us so we'll see if that works
1: someday I want to know if these will get advanced enough that we could like invite listeners into our watch party it like it they can talk
0: I can send this link to as many people as well. oh for them to talk yes yeah they'd have to be invited to our yeah. chat I mean also. no
1: offense we don't it's not that we don't like you it's just that this is the, the show the show is the two yeah. of us I mean, mm-hmm. occasionally yeah. a third guest but usually the two of us
0: in theory I could send this link to anybody I wanted and have as many people join his own or at least they didn't wow. tell me a cap but Dan it, it's a shame that people can't watch with us we just watch the two of us and that's it there's no option for people to watch along as we watch just kidding there is become a member of the incomparable you know you want to we've peer pressured you into this a lot and you're getting your your resolve is weakening and you're getting ready to come to our uh, our motivation but <laughs> it only took seven
1: sent- seasons to really <laughs> talk him into it <laughs>
0: People seem to really like these commentary tracks. You watch along with us, and I promise we don't talk over the movie. We talk with the movie. It's yeah. really it's as <laughs> not obnoxious as such a thing can be because yeah. we are, typically one of us at least hasn't seen it, and we do see it. Like we go from not having seen it to seeing it. We don't talk over the whole thing, so just yeah, yeah, so just yeah, do it.
1: You know how music is about the spaces between the notes, like <laughs> the <laughs> our commentary tracks are about the spaces between the lines,
0: between <laughs> the dialogue. That's right. Yeah, exactly. That was the original name of the show.
1: I encourage everybody to become a member of the Incomparable, which of course you can do by going to com slash members, signing up for your membership plan of choice, after which you'll get access to a ton of great stuff, including these fantastic commentary tracks bootleg tracks that get uh, released before the actual shows get edited and everything first class lounge tracks, which are bonus episodes. that are only available to incomparable members, Uh, a ton of other stuff, a member Slack, some neat swag, lots of great stuff. The incomparable.com slash members. And when you sign up for your membership plan, you can choose which show you would like to support. You can choose from several different shows if you like, and we hope you'll make not playing one of them.
0: It's inconceivable. You would choose anything else. Mm,
1: indeed Uh, i don't want to get too (laughs) unfriendly (laughs) about this competition lex but uh, i think it's a good choice
0: the aristocrats hey guess what lex what's that dan
1: you have now
0: seen Patriot Games. Wait, was the Oliver Stone in the credits? That Oliver Stone?
1: That might have been. I don't know. Wow. I didn't. I didn't recruit him.
0: I. I have seen Patriot Games. Dan, you're right. And I did a tiny bit of research, and I found out oh. that although the book, this is the the prequel, in the cinematic universe, this is the sequel, because of how much older Harrison Ford is than Alec Baldwin was.
1: Yeah, it's it's a little weird. Yeah, because. <laughs> Otherwise, it doesn't really make a lot of... I don't know. Because like, that's why they put in the whole thing, I think, where he left the CIA. Right. Because in the in the books, he's not in the CIA yet, I think. Or he had worked for them briefly or something. I don't it's been a really long time since I read the books.
0: It's a different Oliver Stone, if you guys were watching,
1: Wow. Wow. <laughs>
0: so, Dan, that was a movie. <laughs> uh,
1: all right. Okay. By the way, do you think anyone calls Joseph P. Lucky, the art director, Joseph Plucky? Because... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Are that's you good, feeling that's good name. Joe Plucky? Hey, James E. Thompson, no uh, relation. <laughs> so listen, I, it wasn't bad. <laughs> I think it's not exactly my kind of movie.
1: What well, what distinguishes this in your mind then from something like Air
0: Force One? Air Force One, I felt like had Gary Oldman. Gary, it Gary Oldman. I don't. I think this is what it, my immediate instinct was. Well, Air Force One had more moments of humor and mm. like okay. I don't know the best way to describe it, but like almost visually, a brightness. There was a lot of there was a lot of darkness in this movie, and a lot of this movie had a lot of death. Like, and we've talked about this a lot True. as we watch these, but there, there were a yeah. lot of law enforcement lost their lives for no reason. I mean, for, not for no reason, because of bad people in this movie. And I feel like we had some deaths that like were painful and mourned in. Air Force One. And then the good guys mostly won. And then here, like, nobody had any time to be like, wow, every single person aside to Harrison Ford's house got dead. True.
1: Yeah, I'll give you that. It does seem like they gloss over it a lot more. Like it's a plot point rather than like we didn't know who pretty much any of those people were. Right. Right? Like and most one they got like one or two lines before being dispatched. So I think that police inspector that they kill in the in the breakout is the only one who has like more than one scene before he he gets offed,
0: yeah, but I I didn't dislike it. It was it was it was good. It was it was densely plotted. I thought for a movie like this, mm-hmm. where you had a, a lot of characters to keep track of, And I certainly thought it was of its time. I think what it is for me is is thus far in the two Jack Ryan films I've seen, this one and The Hunt for Red October, like I guess there's 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 a parallel with Indiana Jones, right? Because Indiana Jones is in theory a professor. -hmm. But turns out to be quite the adventurer, also. And here, Harrison Ford plays a professor, (laughs) (laughs) who it's a stretch. It's a stretch. But he, he like you know, he's he's got to wield weaponry and like outsmart bad guys and stuff. But I kind of think that, like, in air force one we get to see him thinking through like what am i going to do and how do i solve the he had a macgyver a little bit more and here it was just like i'm also good with a gun (laughs) like i don't know well
1: yeah yeah that's true i i mean in some ways as i mentioned at the time air force one felt like a spiritual like continuation of of these movies Mm -hmm. because it's the same sort of thing where he's like oh yes the he's a former military guy and you know he's got this expertise and whatever and in the books jack ryan does eventually become president (laughs) which gets it gets increasingly ridiculous as they go along (laughs) and I mean I I think the thing that this is what I struggle with a lot is like Jack Ryan as a character because he does get into these situations but I think that they more than in the books, especially, he's treated much more as like he's an analyst, like, you know, he gets thrown into dangerous situations sometimes, but a lot more of it's about sort of the intellectual side of the plot, you know, like sussing out like, who are, who are these people? What's the plan? Right. And like in later books, there's a secondary character who is a like a Navy SEAL who is like the the action hero part more than than Ryan is, I feel like. But I mean, you got Harrison Ford in that role, too. So like, <laughs> you like you don't give him no action. I feel like that's right. kind of it's fair. That's kind of what he does.
0: No, that's it's an interesting analysis there. I I didn't know a lot of the supporting cast, like you were telling me about who some of those actors were. But I thought everybody was good. Mm. You're right, though. As you're as I'm thinking about it now, because I saw these movies. I think in the well, I know I saw them in the opposite order from you. But the parallels between this and Air Force One are are many. Like include yeah. down to like we're going to have somebody who's supposed to be a good guy on the government <laughs> official side yep. who turns out to be evil. I
1: mean, a very '90s action movie. I feel like there was a template.
0: Right. And then also like unexplainable evil. <laughs> like, yeah. All I care about is killing this one guy. <laughs> but it did feel, uh, it, the the way you're talking about Jack Ryan as as the franchise continues or the novels continue, it reminds me of Liam Neeson's character. <laughs> right. In, what, is those, what are those movies called? Taken. Taken, yeah. Because it's just, they keep coming for him. I don't understand why they don't learn their lesson. I
1: don't know if this is Sean Bean's first... Big movie, but I, I think it's one of them. I'm trying to remember because he did some. Uh, he did TV. I want to say before this, but I think this might be one of his first sort of big roles.
0: And speaking of big roles, you've seen Big, right?
1: I, I have seen Big. I yes. like that movie. Also, Sean Bean, as I had to be reminded, not
0: Irish. <laughs> uh, <laughs> these things happen. <laughs> I mean, so I thought it was. I thought it was well done. There's a lot happening here, right? Like there's there's the Irish, British. <laughs> issue <laughs> mm-hmm, conflict mm-hmm. and there's i guess you'd say acts of terrorism occurring on in multiple countries right where we're, mm-hmm, we're mm-hmm. trying sure. to kidnap the royal family or kill them in the uk and then we're going after americans in the u.s like it's a lot of of very bad things and like i you know here's here's what it is like there's a a darkness to it in that like Harrison Ford is in and we were t- I was talking to you about this while we watched like Harrison Ford gets injured and you see him nurse his injury through much of the film his wife gets into that horrible car accident and the daughter does and mm-hmm. you see the wife like with with like a black eye or bruising on yeah, sure. her face and stuff right. and like This is miserable. (laughs) I
1: I feel like that's very much the diehard influence, right? Because like that was sort of the one of the first movies where you had your action hero who is then, you know, gets beat up increasingly throughout the film. And it has repercussions for that isn't a superhero necessarily, but it's just like an average dude. Although I do want to add to you because I just read this in the Sean Sean Beans Wikipedia page. In his death scene, Harrison Ford hit him with a boat hook, giving him a permanent scar. <laughs> I'm like, which is which is a fantastic story at a, like a cocktail party. I feel like, yeah, see this scar. <laughs> Harrison Ford hit me with a boat hook.
0: <laughs> what a jerk! Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was it was it was good. Like it, it kept my interest, and uh, I think that w- it was also of its time, where like yeah, the. Sure. There there, there were some scenes that I was commenting to you were shot very dark, like the the boat Mm -hmm. chase, whatever, so that you could show as few things as possible. Uh, We did get to see some fake night vision, which was exciting. I thought it was funny that the night vision, there was a a pivotal moment where they turned on the lights to blind the guys wearing night vision. Mm Who we had previously seen staring at the act of fire in the fireplace with no <laughs> trouble whatsoever.
1: It's like a little less lighty. I don't know. I, I'm not am not a night vision expert.
0: Oh, that's actually my job. I'm a night vision expert. Oh, okay. All right. That's that's interesting. I'm reading on Wikipedia that Tom Clancy initially disowned the film, complaining oh. that it was too different from the book. But then he liked it enough that he allowed them to make more Jack Ryan movies. So.
1: You know why? Because they paid him. <laughs> and I'm sure, I assume, quite handsomely. <laughs> Turns out there's this one, there's Clear and Present Danger comes after this. Then they made a, uh, they made one with Ben Affleck and Morgan Freeman. That's sort of a, you know, not in the same universe, obviously, because it's much later. I want to say mid 2000s. And then they made one. That was the sum of all fears. Sum of all fears. And then they made one with Chris Pine and Kieran Knightley which was a sort of prequel, prequel, prequel. That one did not do well. And so I think they then moved over to the TV show where John Krasinski plays Jack Ryan, which has now run for two seasons, I want to say. And where is that one streaming? I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh, it's on Amazon. I'll find it. It's on
0: Amazon. Is it? Are you sure? Yeah, that was, that was what I was going for. <laughs> was it? <laughs> yeah, it Couldn't was. Couldn't tell. And uh, did you watch that?
1: I did. I have seen, I think, all the Jack Ryan media in one way or another. What's your favorite? Uh, Hunt for Red October. I mean, oh, it's. I think it's the best movie, honestly, of all of them. It's it's the most interesting. It's the most fun to my mind. It's got the most sort of quotable lines well, in what it. What
0: percentage of that one being your favorite is Sean Connery? Like, Oh, it's percent? high. Okay.
1: Oh, it's high. Yeah. I mean, I like Alec Baldwin, too. I actually think... So Alec Baldwin was supposed to re, like reprise his uh, role by, I believe, a scheduling conflict. And so they went to Harrison Ford, which is, I guess, not a bad way to go. <laughs> like... That may be arguably in the action movie world might be like a step up. Yeah. But I feel like you lose. Uh, I don't know. He, he then becomes a little too, like, as you said, like maybe there's a little too much Indiana Jones baggage or something mm-hmm. where it's just like, well, I, I, I like Harrison Ford just fine. I'm a big fan of his, but I, for some reason I always, I think cause I saw red October 1st, I always picture Alec Baldwin is like when people say Jack Ryan. But uh, this one's fine. I agree. It's not like a movie that I'm a huge diehard fan of, like Die Hard. (laughs) I've seen Clear and Present Danger once. I think I think think I've seen the rest of them once. They're not none of them are ones that I'm like you know a a, just a super huge like admirer of. But I think they're they're fine movies, and it's certainly of a type as we discussed. Like I watched a lot of action movies in the 90s because I was a teenager in the 90s, and that that appealed to me at that time. (laughs) But I think this one is you know it's got a decent group of people in it sean bean samuel L. jackson james earl jones does not get a lot to do in this movie no but, but i was quite
0: likable in this movie
1: <laughs> yeah i uh, mean i like him in all the jack Ryan. he's in clear and present danger too uh, i like him in all these movies there's, so uh,
0: if if you're yeah. a fan of the the ryan verse and you go to the Wikipedia page for the Ryanverse and scroll down. One of the weirdest charts I've seen on Wikipedia exists there <laughs> where they've got a visual display showing you, like, first, here's uh, all the different people who played Jack Ryan. Here's all the people who played Catherine Ryan and, and over what films and over what time periods. And then there's, like, here's a bunch of other characters, all of whom only appear in one thing and the person who played them. And it basically makes no sense. Like, it stops being a chart and, stops, <laughs> and starts being the worst possible way to display this information. And it's quite enjoyable. So I highly recommend it.
1: Wow, that is a weird chart.
0: (laughs) It just gets so odd. (laughs) Why
1: would you do that? Why would you do that this way?
0: That's the Wikipedia way. Oh my God! Samuel L. Jackson played a guy whose last name was Jackson, just like Sean Bean played a guy whose first name was Sean. It's
1: incredible. That's blowing blowing my mind here. Yeah, and that character who's a fairly important character in the books never appears again in any of the films,
0: (laughs) which I only know thanks to this chart.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's very funny. Uh, A lot of these characters only appear in one. That's Weird. It's very strange. I did forget, so this movie was directed by Philip Noyce, who's actually a fairly well-known director. I want to say he's Australian. He's done a bunch of other films, some of which I quite enjoy. He also directed a film called The Saint. Have you ever seen that movie? No. With uh, Val Kilmer. It's also a 90s action movie. No. That one I have a deep and abiding love for, because it's I think very cheesy but he directed some other stuff that i, I think is fairly well known he did a movie called rabbit proof fence that takes place in australia that's about like the indigenous sort of uh indigenous australians and their relationship with some of the colonizers um which is i think he won some awards for and he did one uh, adaptation of the quiet american with uh, michael Caine and brendan Fraser in the early 2000s but yeah he's a uh, fairly i'm looking talented. at his
0: filmography and i have seen one other of these movies which was the bone collector
1: I hmm. have not seen that.
0: that is a dark movie. And um, I remember my, uh, we had it on video, I think from like a blockbuster when I was visiting my parents in Tucson. And then they would always take whatever movie they rented and give it to my uh, aunt and uncle who lived in the same development. And uh, my uncle said, I returned it. I watched the first 10 minutes and it was so violent that we just couldn't even watch it and return it. So that's always what I think of when I think of the bone collector, which is just a totally normal film. Like it's just, I mean, it's a crime thriller, but like it it didn't stick out to us as violent. So then we all questioned like how horrible people we were that we didn't notice (laughs) that it was very violent.
1: Uh, But he did return in direct clear and present danger two years after this.
0: My uncle. Oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Your uncle did. Philip. Nice.
1: Philip. Nice. That's what I got for you. These well, Dan, are just facts. I'm
0: I'm I'm excited to have seen uh, Patriot Games. I don't know if I'm going to watch more of the Jack Ryan Ryan verse or not. Like I uh, I think there's I got it.
1: there's stuff to like in there, but yeah, I don't know. I think again, it was a I read all those books in I want to say college, probably like early college, and having read them, I was very fond of the time because like there's like just a bunch of them, and you can just chew through them because they are just page turners, and like they're not expertly written or something, but they're engaging. But I, I don't think I tapped out at some point and, you know, looking back now I think about it. It's like, would I ever go back and reread any of those? I was like I might reread Hunt for Red October, which is a good book. I don't think I have a lot of desire. I think I got rid of all my other copies of <laughs> of, of Tom Clancy books, except for Hunt for Red October, because I'm like, this is actually a good book and I will hold on to this one, but the rest of them are kind of you know, they're like the books you find when you go to like a, you know, like a bed and breakfast or something or like a youth hostel. And you're like, oh, they got a library of books. And it's like, it's all Danielle Steele and Tom Clancy, etc. All those sort of genre of things.
0: Well, Dan, as, as you know, if we, if we talk about how the sausage is made, sure. we, have, we have two movies as the, in the consideration set for our next episode. And mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. I have concluded that the one that is more fitting with Air Force One and Patriot Games is sure. uh, is the Keanu Reeves Star So... That's that's what I'm thinking. I'm going to pick because it's it's. I've seen both of the movies that are in consideration. No, free, you know, I'll tell the listener. Wall Street and Speed, two very <laughs> distinctly different movies. Uh, one of which has Oliver Stone involved. <laughs> um, Speed, but yeah. I, uh, I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking we're going to watch Speed next time, Dan. I think it's time that you saw Speed. There's, there's a lot of pop quizzes in your life. Reference acknowledged, and I think <laughs> Hotshot, that you've got to be ready to solve more of them. So that's that's. I, I'm, I'm
1: looking forward to it. I I am looking forward to seeing it always nice to see a movie i haven't seen before so i already seen speed it's uh i meant for me i don't really care about you
0: <laughs> i was making reference to the movie speed that you haven't seen
1: oh, um, okay yep that's not gonna work
0: but uh <laughs> this will be i think an, an, in the history of not playing the movie that i have watched most recently to when we watched it because i watched oh. it with my oldest in the past 12 months so,
1: wow all right okay an encore performance Exactly.
0: But Dan, thank you for sharing Patriot Games with me. It was a, a clear and, and present film as far as I'm concerned.
1: Uh that's great. We won't have to hunt for next Red October to figure out what movie we're gonna watch in the it's fall. That's true. So we'll be back next time to watch Speed, but until then, Lex
0: Yes, Dan, go on.
1: You no, know, I was I thought <laughs> <laughs> Keep
0: watching the Fords, comma. Keep Harrison.
1: Watching the bars,
0: comma Irish. <laughs> It's what you paid for. I guess oh, that's the free listeners. It's what they didn't pay for.
1: Nope. Nobody paid for that. Some, several people paid not to hear that. <laughs>
0: I don't do it when we're watching together, but I love freeze-framing articles like that in movies mm. and reading the text, which is often T- nothing to do with the headline. TK, TK. It's usually like they took another story out yep. of whatever it yep. is. So it makes no sense. Sometimes it will be like, like the can... same paragraph repeating over and over again.
1: I feel like you cannot get away with that anymore because freeze-frames are so clear. Like yeah. at this point, it's like a film or a VCR. You couldn't read any of it. Yeah.